Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. I'm Tower here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warren-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on Truth Social, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Getter, Tumblr, and Linktree. And you can listen and download our shows by going to warren-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And do not miss these posts on warren-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com. Do not miss this post, Destiny's Prophetic Progress America. Destiny's Prophetic Progress in America is an ongoing battle against the monster which pursues its goal of devouring every vestige of this nation. The latest post on warren-usa.com do not miss this post. Faith, Gospel, Evangelism, Persecution, Advocacy, Classic, Warren Radio. Faith, Gospel, Evangelism are three words that describe these last days for the believers who seriously take the commission Jesus Christ gave us. Do not miss this post. Final exam at the end of the world, Classic Warren Radio. We take issue with these final days in final exam at the end of the world. For everyone, there is hope and salvation. Latest post on DanaGlennSmith.com. Do not miss this post. Persecuted Christians, no freedom of religion. Persecuted Christians, I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. In John 18, we find in verse 18 the phrase, If the world hates you, and today we find that phrase in the news. Do not miss this post, Enemies of the Messiah. Enemies of the Messiah, did they know? Did they realize that this one indeed was the Messiah to come? The rumors filled the streets as he walked among the people. He went into the temple and declared he was fulfilling this scripture. And be sure to get your book, The Rising by the Watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising details a takeover of America. When he who opposes rises, believers overcome by faith. We continue this story of Mac, a former black ops sniper. He battles to survive the forces bent on destroying him and America. Having escaped death many times, can Mac save the United States? Find out by getting your copy of The Rising by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith.
And be sure to go to DanaGlennSmith.com to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter, where you can visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop, where we feature the rising and other Christian books, as well as resources from our vision media. And now, I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Dana, how are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good tonight. Here we are in uh, October. and uh, Finally, we're back online. It's good to be here. Yes, after the struggles and everything. I missed being here and missed the people and hearing from everybody. So I'm glad we're back up and running and in a new place. Yep. Thank the Lord. Yeah, yeah, we're in a totally different location. A lot better conducive. Well, up front, I've got the witness of Jesus and the Word of God. You'll find this over on warn-usa.com. It's called the witness of Jesus and the Word of God. And uh, I like to go through some of these and just refer them to you so you can go by warn-usa.com find it and read it in this war many will be martyred for the witness of Jesus and the word of God and that's already been happening every society at one time has placed or will face the undeniable truth of the witness of Jesus Christ and the word of God rulers despots politicians societies themselves pass into obscurity but the witness of the Almighty One in Revelation chapter 1 shall never pass away. Neither will the truth and the fulfillment of the Word of God. To this end, let the believers themselves rise and take the cross, the mantle, and the truth with them as they testify to the Eternal One who is blessed forevermore. In Revelation 20 verse 4, John said, And I saw thrones, and they that sat on, sat on them, and judgment was committed to them. And then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness of Jesus and for the word of God. And of course, we can say absolutely, Tower, right now, that that has definitely been going on in our lifetime. Oh, yes, and it's ramping up exponentially in these last days. And so this article takes you into a journey into the truth of the last days and a glimpse at the church, which is headed into the fire, but there are churches that are in the fire right now. Uh, in America, we are, we are just beginning. Uh, we really haven't seen the fire like we have in, you know, in uh, other areas. But uh, today, more than ever, we have found a hatred uh, for Christians, conservatives, 
for the Word of God. We have an unmitigated filth going on. So uh, go on by warn-usa.com and find the article, The Witness of Jesus and the Word of God. Because there is a fiery trial going to try Christians. And Peter actually talked about that. And so check it out. And uh, don't forget, that's why we're here in these end of days. We are the witness. And that's, that's the main thing. So, uh, with that tower, we're going to move on. Okay. We're in the Philippines, and we do have friends in the Philippines. A shout out to our friends in the Philippines. Yes. And uh, in this particular article, it's about Tabari and Rap, who are believers in the southern Philippines. Now, a number of years ago, we had covered um, the fact of persecution by Muslims in these areas, especially in the southern Philippines. And so it's important to understand that these issues never go away. You know, Tower? They, they... Oh, they do not. And from what I understand, the southern Philippines is full. They have a, a very high population of Muslims. That's what I've understood. I don't know if that's still the case. Now, fishing, of course, in the Philippines is where they get their income, major portion of it. And both of these uh, men worked at a fish port. And uh, they were Christians working at this, and their boss is a hardliner Muslim. And he was out making deliveries, and uh, the co-workers found out that he was a Christian. And so the word got around and began to be mocked and ridiculed. And uh, the boss told him, he said, you were a Muslim, but now you're following Jesus. This was true. He had to admit that. Raph had converted to Christianity from Islam. He couldn't deny his faith in Jesus, so he answered honestly. Yes, he was a Christian. Raph was fired immediately and asked to go home. When Tabari returned from his deliver, uh, delivery, he was similarly interrogated by his boss. And pretty soon, he was fired as well. Now, of course, we find this a lot overseas. Whether you're a Christian in India facing radical Hindus or animus, or in Pakistan or in Nigeria or some other parts of the world, Christians end up with this issue, being fired. Now, both of them were good workers, and they always completed their assignment, and they had nothing to supplement their income at all. And in spite of the persecution, Tabari praised the Lord. We thank the Lord even if we are fired. We are content because we know we have Jesus. What I believe now is that whether we are rich or poor, if we do not have Jesus, life is extremely, extremely difficult. That's true. And time and time again, now this article comes to us from Open Doors USA. And Open Doors is just one of many sources that we have to bring you some of this information. And... One of the major ways that these ministries 
managed to help the Christians in this way is to provide a way for them to have an income. And they do this by teaching them how to do stuff or maybe giving them this, the stuff they need uh, in order to do what they know how to do. And so uh, we want to remind you while you're living in America in some of the places around the world that isn't so heavenly uh, you know, populated with persecution, that this can indeed come to where you live. And more and more we're seeing lawlessness globally. And in America, it is total lawlessness. There is so much that has ramped up in the last uh, several years, you won't believe. And uh, for us here, we've been watching it all along. And it is just absolutely uh, a lot worse than it ever was. So with that, we're going to move on. Tower, are you ready for yours? Yes. This comes to us, this story it comes to us via um, International Christian Concern or persecution.org and this story is by Kate Paselli. It was a hot day in June in the war-torn region of Eastern DRC, which is the De Democratic Republic of the Congo. And she sat across the room from 18-year-old Matthew and listened as he calmly narrated his story through an interpreter. His younger sister, nine-year-old Sarah, sat to his right and she stared ahead blankly as he spoke. Just one month earlier, the two siblings were, to, were forced to watch as both of their parents were brutally butchered by Islamic terrorists. When they were shooting people, they were speaking Arabic, yelling, Allah Akbar. Matthew said matter-of-factly, the rebels were Muslim extremists, cutting some of their head, cutting on some of their head and others on their neck. When they killed somebody, they said, "We praise Allah." The rebels, Matthew told, later told me, were members of the Allied Democratic Forces, or the ADF, the largest rebel group in the conflict-ridden DRC. Though many claim that the group is only Islamic in name, they have re in recent years been increasing their relationship with the Islamic State and in 2021 they claimed it as a, was claimed as an affiliate by, the, by ISIS. For Matthew, the motive behind ADF's destruction led to a day that would change his life forever. On May 13, 2022, Matthew, Sarah, and their three other siblings were home with their parents when dozens of ATF fighters ambushed their village. While the children fled into the bushes, the parents were caught and killed. Hours later, the terrorists found the group of siblings and took them, along with 20 other villagers, away as hostages. They took us up into the hills. We traveled for three days and they told me they were taking us to a very big camp where everything would be explained. He, Matthew added that his captors were forcing several of the hostages to become Muslim. Their goal, he was told, was to Islamicize all the Congo and spread Islam throughout East Africa. 
If you say, yes, I will become a Muslim, they will take you outside for training to become a rebel. If you refuse, they will kill you. For me, I escaped before having to make my decision. Three days after their abduction, soldiers of the Congolese National Army stormed the ADF hideout. Matthew and Sarah were among a few Christians rescued that day. And later, Matthew and Sarah found out that their other three siblings had also escaped and were in a town a few hours away, where they hoped to be reunited and live together as a family once again. And through your generous donations, ICC, International Christian Concern, is working to make this dream a reality. Please pray for Matthew, Sarah, and the rest of their family that the Lord brings them healing and gives them hope only He can provide. And and please pray for Sarah who was traumatized as, along with all the others by this violence and for them to be comforted for the loss of their loved ones as well for the love of Jesus to redeem the souls of those who persecute the church. So. You can sign up for ICC's front, uh, free monthly magazine if you'd like to by going to www.persecution.org. And if you're able to help them out, please help them. But please, please pray for these people. This is so tragic. It's just gut-wrenching, Dana, you know? Yes, it is. <clears throat> and, you know, the thing that I'm reminded, you know, is just how important these organizations are that we're talking about and for Christians here in America as well as well in the other parts of the pre-world and if, if something happens to the freedom if something happens to our societies and Christians can't give then these organizations aren't going to be able to help out anymore and that's why it's critical for Christians in America to stand up and to be counted to pray and understand that you're right on a thread right here in these end of days. And it could happen. Any day. Yeah, it could happen any day. And uh, the minute, you know, wholesale Christianity is no longer welcome here and we have trouble and the people can't give, then it's going to be really hard to help these brethren overseas. And, and that is the issue here. And that's why in America, we pray for God in his judgment to have mercy so we can have the ability to give to these organizations to help the brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. And that's why we have this broadcast. Because we are uh, the WIBR Warren Radio is an advocate for the persecuted church. And we want to help them. And right now... We're, our next story comes to us out of Iran uh, and Open Doors. And uh, this is about the house churches. And this is not an old story. I mean, a new story. We see this time and time again in Iran. Yes, we do. And the story goes clear back when the Ayatollah, who was running the place, found out that the more and more Muslims in Iran were becoming Christians. And so he urged a crackdown on the Christian church and urged a crackdown 
and making sure that people were not, you know, becoming Muslim. I mean, Christians. And so here, this story has six Iranian Christians, and uh, uh, they were sentenced for attending a house church, just attending. And you can get in trouble just for being there. Probably even and, just walking by the house. Yeah, yeah. And so in the first half of 2021, for instance, they sentenced 25 Christians to prison. Uh, that Actually, that was in 2022 in the first half. And uh, in 2021, there was only 15. But the bottom line of it is, is uh, the most recent information was six Christians. All but two were older than 55. And uh, they have reported to Rand's Evan Prison. But if you've been watching the news, you know that there was a terrible fire in Evan Prison. And we've never uh, heard the word as to how many were killed in the fire. It, it was a horrible fire. It was. We never heard any updates or anything. No. And uh, at the same time, Tehran itself and Iran uh, has been suffering massive protests because of the way they treated. They actually killed a young woman. Uh, the Republican forces, the guards, the, the police there. And uh, they killed a young woman because she didn't have, uh, I think it was a hijab on. So they started having a big, uh, uh, a big shindig about it, you know, rioting. And it, it, it is still a mess. But you see, we've got turmoil of nations today. It's not just America. But you can look at Russia. You can see China, you know. You, you can look at Iran, you can look at America, you, you can look at a lot of them, and there's turmoil of nations, you know, Tower? You can see that. Yes. More than we've ever seen it before. It's very disturbing. And so if you take these six Christians, uh, and they all have variant links, but because they went to church... All six of them represent 42 years in prison. And uh, so that's 42 years combined for all these people to be away from their family. That's terrible. It's and of course, unjustified. When, the, when they do do that, um, you know, the bottom line of it is, is, is that a lot of times they will interview these people and get them to give up other names. And so, you know, there, there's more people that can be in, implicated right there. Guess how they were found out? A spy <coughs> pretending to be part of the church's co-op, um, to be part, you know, they had a spy in there and he pretended to be one of the churches. He cooperated with the authorities to turn them in and give them names of believers. Well, you know, Christ had uh, 12 apostles and one was a devil. Yep. And that's just the way it is. Now, we're going to be doing another article right now, and that is, I mean, another story. This is Christianity's American Gospel. 
Now, from the WIBR standpoint, the bottom line here is that in America, there's a large portion of people who are not of the Christian faith. This group is comprised of many different beliefs. In dealing with faith and the MAGA movement, it is not about faith per se, but about a fair, free, and honest election. To have someone in the White House that is not going to push policies that destroy that nation. And the opposite of that is happening, happening right now. And the trouble is that this nation, which the WIBR Warren Radio has for a very long time, we're going to be in our 25th year next year, we've been warning of judgment on this nation. And the judgment is increasing on this nation. And as I said before, we pray that in God's judgment, he would have mercy. But we as believers, as I said also again earlier, must stand up and be accounted. We are in the world, but not of the world. We, we must live here, though. We must live somewhere, and we're in America, and Americans need to wake up. The churches need to wake up. I pray that you would not take them out of the world, the Lord prayed, but keep them from the evil. That's in John 17:15. And you need to be praying that for your family, to be kept from the evil. Amen. <clears throat> now, apologist, author, and radio host, Dr. Michael Brown. Now, this is uh, an excerpt out of CBN News. And he said, I agree we're dealing with existential issues. And he was on an appearance on CBN's Faith and Culture. I agree that there's a battle for life, the battle for family, international issues, Israel. There are massive things. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and there are massive issues. He goes on to say, when we put our trust in the political system to change society, when we become more consumed with winning the elections and winning the lost, when, he, when we marry the gospel with politics, when our Christianity becomes an appendage to a political party, we have confused politics with the gospel. Boy, that's a true statement. Now, he voted for President Donald Trump twice, matter of fact. And, uh, you know, and he points out when he was praying... For, for this. He was praying. It wasn't a prayer for revival. It wasn't a prayer for the Great com Commission. It was a prayer for a candidate to win the election. A candidate I voted for, but recognizing that only Jesus can save America. And Amen. so, you know, there's a lot of truth to this. Yes, we voted. You know, you want Donald Trump because he's the only one that can change this country around. Any, nobody else has come even close to what he did. So that's one of the reasons we want him. We want him in there. But there's a lot of powers that are out to stop him. A lot of the liberal Democrats will literally do anything to keep him out of it. And I can honestly say he's probably one of the more persecuted politicians in the world today or ever. Yes. So at any rate, you know, America does need full revival, full repentance. 
But I can tell you beyond a shadow of doubt, that is not going to happen. There is going to be judgment on this nation eventually. But we can believe that God can give us favor in this, and we can win the election, we can turn things around, and we can get the churches back on fire, the Christians back on fire, and we can find a way to see the blessings of God heal us and have this division be put down. So when we talk about Christianity in America, it's important to understand we are not calling for a theocracy here like Israel. Israel doesn't have a theocracy. It did. But even Israel is in trouble. And like I said, the nations are being shaken. So more than ever today, we need the family unit solid. We need to stop these teachers from corrupting our children. We need to stop these government agencies from pushing transgenderism or pushing changing yeah. sexes and pushing this on the kids. We need to let kids be kids again. That's right. Amen. And so we need to stop this. Whether we're going to, only God knows. But there is a judgment. And God is only willing so long. There comes a time when his long-suffering is over with and judgment arrives. So I suggest you continue <coughs> to pray Excuse for me. this nation and this people. Amen. And see, the thing of it is, people equate voting for Trump with being a Christian. That's, that's not what this is about. Now, Trump does say, as patriots, we kneel before no one except for God. And there's truth in that. You can even find that, you know, in the beginning of our country. But, you know, you can have a whole plethora of Christians. But that's not going to make America a Christian nation. Now, one time, growing up, that's what we thought America was. It was a Christian nation, huh, Tower? Yep, that's for sure. Now we know it isn't. We take one look at this thing, and we can tell. Well, back in the day, families were together. They did things together. They sat at the table and had dinner. They went to church on Sundays. They were a unit. And now it's just, it's, they're, they've fallen apart. There's a lot of, oh, I don't know how to say that, and you know, the families, they're disconnected, and a lot of issues with the families today. Well, we've been pushing secularism. We've been kicking, you know, Christianity and prayer and everything out of the schools and out of, out of society. We've been pushing for a secular society. They're dysfunctional, that's what I was... You know, the families well, are dysfunctional. That's true, very much so. <clears throat> so at any rate, are you ready for your next one? Yes, we have a new story that I, I'm excited about. It comes to us from godreports.com. And it's about 
the Sat 7 satellite operating and they're getting God's message via the satellite into Afghanistan. And um, these, I'm going to read some of the following letters from that Sat 7 has received out of Afghanistan. This was Arman. There is an atmosphere of fear and intimidation that rules society. Every moment we live with the possibility of physical violence, arrest, humiliating and insulting treatment, and even summary executions. The only hope we have is in the true God who is the supernatural power who grants us comfort and grace. My message to my Christian brothers and sisters is that, as believers, we are all called to work together in spreading his word to broadcast the truth and escape or any race, ignorance, and darkness. And Dinesh, fear and dread have taken all of Afghanistan and have especially affected religious and ethnic minorities. With massacres having taken place in three cities, despite all these difficulties, we give thanks to the Lord for his peace he has given us, <clears throat> excuse me, for the peace he has given us we always pray in the name of Jesus Christ that he will grant us his peace and protection. We ask you to pray for us too. Our own society and safety situation is okay as long as no one reports us or makes false accusations against us. We have brothers in the faith here along with my own family who are all believers and I thank God for this. Our fellow believers consist of several families, and sometimes we get together in a house church to pray. My message to our brothers and sisters across the world is to pray, is to play your part for your fellow believers in Afghanistan, whether through prayer or anything else that is in your power. As our Lord Jesus Christ said, the fields are white unto harvest, but the laborers are few. Truly, the opportunities for sharing the gospel in Afghanistan are very great, it only, if only the work can be done. <clears throat> and this is from Abtin. Last night, Saturday night, at 11.30 p.m., I lay down to rest as the name of Jesus Christ was on my lips, and I fell asleep. It must have been almost midnight when it was as though all my body was electrified, something I had never felt before. It was amazing. I opened my eyes and started to speak to Jesus, saying, O oh Lord Jesus, I need you because I am a sinner. I confess all my sins, and I thank you because it was for my sins you went to the cross and were put to death. After three days you rose again, and I want to commit my heart to you. Make me the person you want me to be. Amen. I then prayed, O oh Father, I give you thanks, for it is because of your love towards us you sent you, your one and only Son to the earth to take upon him our sin and the curse that was on us and to give his life on the cross. And he rose again after three days. Now I open my heart to you. Come and live in me and make me the person you would have me to be. <clears throat> and Amin, from Amin, staff in government departments who have been expelled from their duties have been ordered to grow beards 
or put on traditional clothes and turbans, and those who fail to do so are removed from their position, hunger, famine, and unemployment are gathering momentum, and taxes have increased. The security situation for someone like me, who have accepted another faith, Christianity, is extremely concerning. To cut it short, most people would be happy to die. And from Afia, our father married us, my sister and me, to men who are not Christians, and we live in an isolated village. Our faith has grown weak, and we really need your prayers. Thank you for your prayers you send. When I listen to them with my eyes closed, I feel that I am in another world. I feel great peace. When I open my eyes, I see the hardship and misery which we have always known. <clears throat> and so you can go to SAT 7 USA, so SAT 7, the number 7, USA.org to um, check out SAT 7, which is a very important ministry. You can donate there. And it helps your brothers and sisters around the world in these isolated countries to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ and to be encouraged and strengthened. And please pray for these brothers and for this ministry to be able to continue going out. Now, that SAT-7 is a satellite right. ministry. And uh, actually, that was one, they've been going for quite a while, but we only discovered them in the last couple of years. And so their work is real important. Yes, it is. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, we have another one. This is about Libya, Christianity. This comes out of Middle East Concern. You can go to MiddleEastConcern.org. And... Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit about the gospel and what's going on. Now, in Libya, Christians, you know, urge people to pray for a convert to Christianity who's been sentenced to death by an appeals court. This is in western Libya. Now, we don't hear much out of Libya. And... Uh, the young man accepted Jesus about four years ago. Now think of this, Tower. We're talking about someone who was, you know, and, and a lot of them are liking. They come from another faith. Yes, and like do. the testimony you read, in the middle of the night, they had a power come over them, and electricity shot through their body to wake them up, and they knew it was the Lord Jesus Christ. And yes, that's exciting. Yeah. And, and that's people who are, you know, being approached by the Lord, who are being awakened in these end of days. So this young man had accepted Jesus four years ago, but he was arrested by the militias, which is not unusual and detained several times over a few years. And, of course, when they do that, they try to get him to recant his faith. But he refuses. Thank God. 
And because it's in Libya, there's a lack of the rule of law and law enforcement. So the militias actually act as a police, intelligence agency, and army. Now you see, the problem of it is, is that this can change in various districts throughout Libya. They're not all the same. Because you have different militias doing different things. And uh, the thing about Libya, though, there's no law against apostasy. So the converts are tried for treason. And there's nothing about an apostate from Islam that must be executed if they don't recant. They, they don't have that law, which is good. But they get them some other way. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and this is where, when you have a place like Libya, who has been, you know, I mean, Turkey's been involved, America's been involved, Russia's been involved, and, you know, Libya is still a mess. So, when we talk about Christians, when we talk about established Christianity, you know, most of them who have been in the faith a long time know what they're facing in Libya. Libya is, is not new to the gospel. That whole region up there, including Turkey, the gospel was there long before Islam was. Matter of fact, the apostles had taken it. Paul had taken it throughout these regions. A lot of them had, and not just there. And so, when you take someone who isn't like that, who is just been saved supernaturally now all of a sudden they've got all these enemies and just think he won't recant what does that tell you the first thing that comes to mind is why would you do that just for another faith the reason is is because there's a supernatural event evolved here where the Lord revealed himself personally to this young man. And I've said this for years. People that come to the Lord can have that personalized experience where they absolutely know the Lord has saved them and come to them. He says that my spirit will bear witness with your spirit. Confirming that you are a child of God. I mean, would you? Does it make sense, for instance? Tower, what do you think? To have, you know, all of a sudden you get saved and now they want to kill you. Well, if it's just any faith, you're going to say, well, I'm going to recant. Well, some will that don't have the deep root but, from Christ, but others yeah. like this... He's, he's rooted, and that's, that's exciting. They, yeah, because it's real. It is. They understand the it's, difference. Yeah, it's not just a light feeling. It's an event. It's a supernatural thing. He knows. <clears throat> and 
that's something the world can't take away from you. No. I, mean, I, I always pray for them every night that God will, well, for our family and everybody, that God will not allow anything or anybody to take us out of his hands yeah. and to keep us from the evil and deliver us out of the hands of our enemies. And there's a lot of evil. There sure is. But see, the thing of it is, when I accepted the Lord alongside the road, out on the desert, you know, it was a part of a desert, semi-arid desert, outside of the town. I was by myself. I was the only one alongside the road, accepting the Lord. And the reason I'm alongside the road is because when I was driving, a presence overcame me in that truck as I was driving and convicted me of my sins. I pulled over, knelt on my knees, and there was weeds, rabbits, and cars going by. But there wasn't a living soul who saw me that knew what the world I was doing. <laughs> and I can remember the place, the time, and the event to this day. And that's been 40-some years ago. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was raised in the church. 46 years ago, actually. I was uh, raised in the Methodists with Grandma and Grandpa and Mom and Dad. But God had to get me out of the church in order to get the true faith in me and to bring me where he wanted me to go. I mean, I had been baptized. But you need to be born again by the Spirit, not born again by the water that you sprinkle on your head. And of course, there's a big issue with this when we talk about uh, church denomination and uh, church teachings. And I don't get into that, but I know this. If you're overseas... A lot of these people are being persecuted for their faith of Jesus. They don't have a church, and they meet wherever they can meet, and they got to be careful because if they're discovered, they'll be killed. Now, that's, that's what right. we call a cost. That's right. <coughs> that's just what they are facing in Libya. Yeah. And Afghanistan and Iran and exactly. Africa and the Congo and... Well, um, you said, I just wanted to clarify that. If you want to get a hold of Middle East Concern, it is meconcern.org. And that's where you'll be able to find them. Now, we're, we've got a little thing here from Greg Laurie, who was talking about this on CBN. And he was confessing about a moment during teenage drug-using days that opened him up to evil. And this comes out of the Harvest Christian Fellowship in his church in Riverside, California. And it came from his youth that opened him up to evil and set him on a course to find Jesus. And he wrote in a Facebook post that one night, in his teen years, he took some acid and had a bad trip. And it shook him up, and, it, and he said, I felt it opened me up to evil. 
Now, see, coming out of the 60s, which Lori would have, I had, and so did Tower, it was easier to get acid and the associated drugs than it was anything else. I mean, that's what the 60s was. Tune in, turned on, you know, and expand you know. your mind. But I saw what it did to people. And so he's right. It opens him up to evil. But see, today we have other things that open people up to evil. Pure evil. And we're finding it. But, uh, you know, i got to give this guy credit that he, you know, he shared this. And uh, he, a friend, introduced him to marijuana in the 1960s. But after using marijuana, he decided that uh, he would try LSD and he started to have a, like, a liking for it. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, and the message of free love, he said, that was where it was at. And uh, he started dropping acid, looking for the new awareness of thought, and that's exactly what what the '60s was about. Yeah, you were told that by taking that drug. Yeah, open your mind. Yeah. And I can tell you, he said after one time taking it, he had a bad, bad trip, as we would call it, and he started to panic. And he said, I started going wacko. The room started spinning, and on this kind of a drug it would. I started seeing all these strange faces. And I kept hearing this voice yell out to me, you're going to die, you're going to hell. And he started screaming. And he said, I really did see that there was an evil force. And he said that he was a 17-year-old kid and he stumbled upon a Bible study one day on the lawn of his high school and it changed everything. And uh, thank God. And someone spoke to him, and he said, "Jesus said you're for me or against me." And and he wondered, "Am I against Jesus?" So he embraced Christ. Now, see, that's the kind of change this country needs. Yes, Amen. That's the kind of change these kids need. So, I appreciate Greg Laurie for sharing that. Yes, thank God. He came to know the Lord. Yep. So, at any rate, are you ready with yours? Yes. This is a story coming out of India. India Following Jesus comes to us from Mission News Network Online. So it's mnnonline.org. And, um, you know, it's hard to follow the Lord when family or friends may ridicule your faith, but the stakes are even higher for Christians in India. Tanishka, it's, her name's been changed, 
is a young girl in India who was attending Mission India's year-long Bible, children's Bible club. However, her parents have now banned her from that Bible club. Tanishka was enjoying the years-long children's Bible club, making new friends, learning about Jesus. She was even giving a, given a picture book of Bible stories. And Eric, whose name has been changed, with Mission India says, it's a place and a program for kids to go after school and during the day. It's a place where they can improve their education and get some tutoring, play with other kids and have that sense of community, maybe as their parents work. These Bible clubs also tell them about the love of Jesus through the different leaders. But uh, everything changed when her parents found out that she had accepted Jesus Christ as her Savior. They were furious. They actually saw that the book that she was reading, and they at that time thought it was just like some comic book. But when they found out ultimately what that book was about and the different things she was engaging with, they took it away along with her Bible and said, we don't want you to go be anywhere near the Bible club and the God that you now profess faith in. But Tanishka was not going to be stopped. She already had God's word hidden in her heart from the different times she heard the, heard the scriptures. To this day, her parents still forbid her from going to the Bible club, but this young girl is taught taking what she has learned written on her heart and reflecting on those verses of love and grace and peace. So pray for Tanishka and other children in the Missions India year-long Bible Club to grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ and ask the Holy Spirit to sustain them with biblical truth and Christian community. And also pray for Tanishka's parents that they would have a change of heart, and ultimately that they would commit to follow him as well. I can see that happening in their her parents' life, Dana. Yeah. I can see them coming to the Lord. Well, a lot of times they use the kids to reach the parents. Yeah. I mean, you reach the kids. Through the parents. But I see, mean, make, make no mistake, God, God loves it when these young kids like this uh, find him. And there's a powerful presence of the Spirit of God with them to protect them. Yes. Uh, and uh, so this is a good story. And this yes. is exactly mm -hmm. how the enemy does. We can see this in America to try to convince the kids from coming to the Lord. To try to get them totally distracted with doing things that are unclean. Doing things to their bodies. You know, we have people, professionals in America that are standing up and there was one I read about today and he was advocating that they just whack it off speaking of the boys castrating and making them all into girls that's horrible yeah and of course you know they do the other one as well you know and they take the girl and make it to where she's not ever going to have a baby again and I've, I've personally read quite a few testimonies from girls and boys who had tried to change their gender and now it's a mess. And they're sorry that they did it. It's the That's worst thing right. they did. They're not happy. They thought they would be. They were lied to. They were deceived. 
bottom line of it is the truth is found in the Lord and scriptures, Amen. the Holy Bible. Amen. There's only one true Lord and Savior, Yahshua, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and we urge you to follow him today. And uh, we're coming down to the final thing. Uh, you've got time to... Well, I just wanted to share this analogy. It's probably the best I've heard on this. This one guy was being interviewed, and, and the man asked him, how many um, sexes are there? And he says, well, there's male, male, female, this, that. And he named off a bunch of things. But you know, when we all die, and in a hundred years, when they dig up our bodies, they're going to they're gonna say, well, this was a female, and this was a male. So there's only two. That's you know. right. That's right. You can't change it. Yeah. And they're pretty good at looking at the skeleton, and they can tell you whether it's a boy or a girl. Yeah. Male, female, yes. That's right. They've yet to find <clears throat> that other gender. <laughs> and they won't. Let alone trying to lead entire generations of children into the abyss of this is, is evil and it's wicked. And, and that's why America is leading the way, just like, uh, you know, Mystery Babylon. You know, there's a lot of uh, deceit and deception flowing out of the nations of men. Evil, wickedness. But you stick to the Lord. He'll see you through. Amen. And so we're going to be getting out of here. Go ahead. Okay. It's good to be back with everybody. We love to hear from you. Please continue to send your prayer requests in to warn-usa.com. We want you to know how much we love you and care about you. Please stay safe. Pray for your brothers and sisters around the world as we pray for you and pray for us. We thank you for joining us whenever you do. We love you and always hope the best for you in Jesus Christ. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Now, this is Thursday, and normally we would have our um, Isaiah series on and battle lines, but that's going to be next week. Tomorrow's Friday. We'll have our regular Friday show come out. That's in the morning. It's a morning show. Sound the show far. Yeah, and so be sure to check out all of our websites and the articles there. DanaGlennSmith.com, Warn-USA.com. Take care of yourself. Look to the Lord and be found in Him. There's a lot of things happening, a lot of things going on. You need to take care of your family, pray for your family, prepare yourselves for trouble. And and I'm not talking about anything other than, you know, what is inevitable. And, and that is the shaking of nations, more of it and more trouble, economic and every other way. So take care of yourself. Until next time. This is the Watchman. Shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.